welcome everybody to another episode of Turnbuckle Talk here on Love Wrestling, Twitch, YouTube, and at TB Talk Pod Facebook page. I am Carl Carafel alongside Bubba Duke. This week, because of my shoot job, I have got to leave soon. So this is going to be a bit of a shorter episode this week, but don't go anywhere because after this program and after this broadcast happens, you will be getting, to my understanding, you're going to be getting NWA Power Out Show on Love Wrestling. So make sure that you're going over to the Love Wrestling Twitch, you're going over to the Love Wrestling YouTube page, and sticking around for that, it is going to be an absolute banger of a show, whether it is this one, which is always a banger, or the NWA power out as well. I mean, talking about NWA, NWA is fantastic always. So it's going to be fantastic uh, for those guys over there. So make sure you go and check them out. Bubba, super quick. How have you been doing this past week? Dude, it's been a super busy week for this guy. I've, it, it, you'll find out in breaking news. That's, that's where I'm going to tell you. <laughs> Sounds good. I'm going to take just a uh, quick little drink here of my cup of coffee because yeah, uh, I worked last night and I have to go into work tonight as well. So yeah, enjoy that cup. Ah, enjoy that little sip of coffee. We're going to get right into things here with a question that was actually brought up on the love wrestling Slack page uh, that I am a part of. So it's just all of us that are part of love wrestling. We all kind of have this one area that we can go and communicate with each other over a bunch of different things and whatever needs to be done for the upcoming shows and weeks. And we're going to get right into it with this question. HCW sports. Thank you so much for coming back this week. I absolutely love you. Thank you so much for that. I don't know if you heard uh, at the very beginning, this is going to be a quicker show today because of my shoot job has me going into work overnights tonight with an earlier shift. So we're going to get right into things here with this question that was brought up. So we're talking about returning to the conglomerate. Um, right now, the talk has been who within AEW do you see returning back to the WWE at some point? point i'm going to throw this over to you first bubba duke is there anybody anybody on the programming for aew that you can see returning back to the wwe at some point um no right now as of right now no i don't see anybody going back there if they don't know no Interesting. Um, JPJ, I love you, man. Thank you so much. And um, maybe, maybe, hopefully, I need to check my schedule. Um, hopefully, maybe next week, um, we can look at maybe bringing you back on to a Turnbuckle Talk episode, which I would absolutely fantastically love. I agree with you right here, Jericho. Um, I think that Jericho is definitely going to be one of those names that goes back to the conglomerate at some point. JPJ coming in here as well saying he will have his last match at Mania. He's calling it right now. Not Maybe not necessarily this coming WrestleMania, but maybe two, three, four WrestleManias down the line. I definitely can see that. And HCW Sports actually saying a Jericho farewell tour and i think all of that then culminating into a hall of fame induction 
Masolko, I hope I said that right. Masolko saying Christian return is likely at some point. You know what? I Yes and no. I can kind of maybe see that, but I think that there would have to be some really big circumstances around it for him to do that. Unfortunately, it seems to be as though Christian has always really been a tag team within WWE. And I I do know that he had a singles run as well, but his singles run really wasn't as prominent as his tag team work. So maybe if there's a tag team situation for him to come back, uh, maybe with a younger guy and stuff like that, then I can see that JPJ saying, yes, a future mania down the line. Bubba Duke, what do you think about the, uh, the Christian comment? Yeah, I love Christian is my boy. Um, Actually, I could see him going back there under one circumstance. Okay. Number one, he's going into the Hall of Fame. Okay. And the only way he's going into the Hall of Fame is with him and Edge. The, the text. When? When he goes into the Hall of Fame. Sorry, yes, when. Because, I mean, he, you know he's going to. Um, I see him and Edge doing a last hurrah before they end up in the Hall of Fame. Give the people what they want. Let them see uh, the ENC connection back again. A couple five-second poses happening along the way. I can see that, too. I definitely can. And then I think, unfortunately, I don't believe that we're going to see Christian maybe going into the WWE Hall of Fame as a singles competitor, but I can see the team of Edge and Christian going in together. So the tag team going in together, and that could be a reason why HCW Sports saying Bubba got it. Definitely. Anyone else I really can't see? I I, I can't see any of the other names um, really, really doing it or going back for any reason at all. Not that there's, uh, you know, necessarily sour or bitter tastes when it comes to any of that, but they're just happy with what they're doing now. So I don't see them really having any reason to go back except for these two names themselves. What do you got, Bubba? It, it's it's never say never because given the yeah. right situation and the right amount of money in my pocket, I would go back to WWE. True, very true. Yeah, never say but never. Most of these competitors that are in AEW right now from the WWE have have made their money and are happy with what they're doing right now, and most of them nowadays are looking at the happiness over the money because they've already made that money, right? That's true. So, yeah, yeah. Something that isn't very happy right now seems to be the dark side of the ring television series that's gone on. I got to I got to say this super quick here. HCW Sports Brett did it. Yeah, you're right. Brett did. You're right. So as Bubba said in the professional wrestling business, never say never. Never say never. And I'm hoping that I can say never say never for Dark Side of the Ring as well. Unfortunately, Dark Side of the Ring, their their latest episode that they had, uh, the uh, the history of the XPW episode, drew its lowest viewership in the show's history for that episode. Now, granted, okay, it was up against the MLB Braves versus the Dodgers and the NFL Broncos versus the Browns. But still, I mean, how many people actually really know the XPW? Uh, So given that, mm, right? 
right? It's not as mainstream as a lot of the other episodes have been when it comes to, you know, like Chris Benoit episodes or, you know, Chris Canyon episode or anything like that, right? So, I mean, there's, hmm, right? What do you what do you think here? Do you think the dark side of the ring is kind of grasping its straws now, Bubba Duke? Or do you think that maybe, maybe, just maybe they might be able to pull things back and uh, give us some, not that they haven't been good episodes, but maybe be able to draw those viewers uh, back in. What do you think? I honestly think it had a lot to do with the football and the baseball and, you know, the other main, because, listen, America's game is football, baseball. You don't mess with those two products, period. Right? So, again, the 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 episode wasn't really that big of an episode. It didn't have a big name in it. So it really wasn't drawing people away from those other products. So I give them a chance that, you know, it happens. It's very true. It does. Chris, thank you for coming by, my friend. Uh, we're definitely going to have to get together and have a cup of coffee or something sometime. Maybe I'll have you over to the studio here, but uh, who better than Canyon? Nobody. You're right. That was one of the best taglines out there. Yeah, fantastic. And, and that episode of Dark Side of the Ring, I, I thoroughly enjoyed. I really did. I learned a few things myself in that episode, and it was fantastic. I'm really hoping that because uh, I love I love this series that they do like Dark Side of the Ring for me is absolutely fantastic being somebody who was in the ring for a while and kind of not to the extent that we see on the screen but I've been in those situations a couple times as well um yes it, it's most of it is very 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 true to life uh, the new Jack documentary will be a banger. Um, yeah, uh, right there. My before he passed on pro wrestling crate had a, uh, a signing with him, an autograph signing with him. And that was the autograph that I got inside the pro wrestling crate. A classic new Jack photo of uh, him with the shopping cart and everything inside of it and autographed. It's it's one of my my prized possessions right there is that autograph itself it's fantastic we're going to move on to some really really good stuff because i want to i want to take a little bit of time for this one here we are talking impact wrestling's bound for glory this show here i was enthralled i was very happy with this show it was fantastic i was happy to see it it was awesome it was awesome carl we are friends damn right we're friends of course we are not only friends we're, we're we're family because this is a community here this is a community within the pro wrestling world we're family not just friends not just friends Right. Were you inspired? Was I inspired? Chris, uh, give me a little bit more context on that. Inspired by what? Bound well, for Glory was an absolute fantastic show. At times had me on the edge of my seat. I will be perfectly honest with you. I did get, you know, I tried not to look at social media so that I didn't get any spoilers. But unfortunately... Instagram, where I'm generally, Twitter, where I'm generally on, and then as well, uh, TikTok kind of spoiled uh, this thing for me here. Yeah, we'll talk about this one first. Um, the inspiration 
Okay, so that one I already knew about, which uh, which I, I was okay with. We're we're gonna we're gonna skip the pre-show match for now. We're we're gonna talk about this one here. Tag team match for the Impact Knockouts Tag Team Championships. The inspiration: Cassie Lee and Jessica McKay versus Decay Havoc and Rosemary. For those of you that are longtime listeners, you know how much I love Rosemary uh, Courtney Rush, as she was known before. Um, I've been following her career a very long time, and I'm absolutely happy with the tag team of Decay. But in comes the inspiration. Bubba Duke, give me give me thoughts on this, please. What did you think of this matchup here? Seeing these two young ladies in the WWE and now seeing them in Impact. Wow. I can honestly say I I was inspired. Their entrance, holy cow! Like had a live singer. Like who? What? Right, right. That was yeah. cool. Not to mention their the they matched they the way they came into the ring together. Just everything was in sync. It was just like they've been tagging for years and years and years. It was, and then for them to go on to completely win those titles the way they did like right <laughs> right i wasn't sure i literally sat there like eyes as big as saucers jaw on the floor going oh what just happened mine was too mine was too i was i was blown away that at this matchup the matchup was actually really good uh, i thoroughly enjoyed the matchup but for the inspiration to come in and win it after all these other teams have gone out there and tried to win those championships off of decay nobody's been able to do it and then the inspiration comes in and does it chris you're right here. You can tell the chemistry was still there between uh, the two members of Inspiration. 100% it was. I don't think that they ever really lost that. I mean, um, real life, you're looking their best friends. It, it's not as though they lost contact with each other at all. HCW Sports saying she is a beast. I assume that what you, you, you're talking about is Courtney. Rosemary, Courtney Rush, Rosemary. Um, yeah, you're right. She definitely is a B. She always has been, and it's been fantastic. Yeah, uh, banger of a match. I absolutely loved it. We're going to go back in time here a little bit and go to the pre-show matchup. The tournament final intergender six-way match for the inaugural Impact Digital Media Championship. We had Madison Rain, John Schuyler, Falaba. Uh, Crazy Steve, Chelsea Green, and Jordan Grace in this matchup. So a six-way for the inaugural Impact Digital Media Championship. Let me first start off by saying that I like the look of this new championship that they have for the uh, Digital Media Championship. It It's very reminiscent to me. It looks uh, kind of a lot like the AEW Heavyweight Championship. It's got a, It's got similar look to it but very different in itself. And I was very happy with it. Jordan Grace winning that matchup, winning that six-person matchup. I know, Bubba Duke, that you are happy about that. So take it away. Give me your give me your thoughts on that. I'm ecstatic about her winning that. Yeah, since day one of me watching Impact with Miss Jordan here, um, my mind's been blown. But the match, let's go to just to the match. Sure. Holy jumping that had I th they nailed it. They did this match 
perfectly. I don't think Met Pro from back in the Attitude Era could have done any better. Like Triple H, Shawn Michaels, Ric Flair, those guys. I don't think they could have done any better than these people that were in the ring at this particular point in time. Right. They nailed it. Everything just went so smoothly with it and it looked great. It, a lot of times you get a six person tag team or a six person, not tag team, but a six person matchup. And it's just a huge cluster and, uh, you know, just looks so disarrayed. Yeah. This one really didn't. I mean, the, the, the focus was where it needed to be at the right times in the right spots in the right places. So it really made it enjoyable to watch, even though it was a six person matchup. Yeah, I forgot at times that it was six people in the ring at uh, at one time because, like I said, they had the spots perfectly done. Like these people would roll out, these people would get in, do their thing, and then they'd bump out, and then these people can, and then okay, yeah, okay, you get everybody in there for a minute, and then everybody, you know, it they, it, it was done perfectly. Thank you. That was per- per- professional wrestling. <laughs> Something else that uh, was professional wrestling here that uh, had us on the edge of our seats as well. The tournament final three-way match for the vacant Impact X Division Championship. We had Steve Macklin taking on El Fantasmo and taking on Trey Miguel. So a three-way for that. Um, a, a classic X division championship matchup, everybody hitting their spots and making things look really good. It was, it was nice to be able to see at times, you know, kind of like Trey Miguel on the outside. And then we've only got uh, El Fantasmo and Steve Macklin in the ring. And then they kind of switched it out. So then Trey Miguel versus Steve Macklin with El Fantasmo out and, you know, a whole combination of it, but still being able to bring it all together and having all three of them inside that ring, doing some good, crazy spots as well. It just flowed very, very nicely. Trey Miguel winning that matchup. Bubba Duke, your thoughts? I called it. (laughs) You did. I told you my man was going to win that title. Um, No, again, like you said, they couldn't have done any better than what they did. Like you said, having two guys in the ring, one guy outside pretending he's hurt, and then they rotate, and then they rotated again, and then all three of them were in there. Dude, like you for this match because I was very invested in this match because I love this title. Yep. I was on the edge of my seat just like biting my nail. I got no nails left. If you can see that, I got nothing. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm down to nub, dude. I was so invested in this match because they were just they they brought you into it. It was like you were right there going, Yeah, buddy, come on, you can do it. But right. Again, professional wrestling at its best. They're doing it. They're doing it. And they don't need to be the good. Gl- gl- conglomerate sorry i can't speak today i'm so excited i just say the wwe conglomerate's my word yeah wwe <laughs> buttheads <laughs> no i'm just kidding um but no they it, it was enjoyable like again thank yeah. you definitely it was tag team matchup happening next we had violent by design deaner and joe doring taking on heath yeah just heath for a little while then former tag team partner Rhino shows up. They win the matchup. Happy, happy. Everybody's nice and, and uh, satisfied at the end of it. Perfect. We're going to move on because we're in a crunch for time here. 
intergender call your shot gauntlet matchup. We have got 20 competitors that were inside of this ring. I will not run through everyone, but I will let you know that the last two came down to Matt Cardona and Moose with Moose taking that and winning the call your shot gauntlet match. The winner receives a trophy and a contract that they can invoke anytime within a year for a championship match of their choosing. We're going to get to that a little bit later. <laughs> Three-way tag team matchup for the impact world tag team championships. We had the good brothers defeating Finn juice and the bullet club by pinfall. Sometimes these matchups can be uh, just, totally off the wall and like you, you, you can't follow it. I kind of got that feeling a little bit with this one. It was maybe a little bit harder to follow. There were some good things that happened, but mm, that, that was, that was really it. It wasn't bad though. It wasn't bad. This next matchup, a singles matchup for the impact knockouts championship uh, singles matchup. We had Deanna Peraza, the champion taking on Mickey James. And I know that Bubba Duke, you are excited for this one. And I was very much so shocked that Mickey James dethroned Deanna Peraza quickly. Give me some thoughts on that. I'm not surprised. And again, I like to tell everybody that I called it. They're setting up for the, Martinez match with with her. It just, it's, I, James. I called it. Yeah. I called it. Um, and I cried. I'll admit, I cried when she won the title. I did because she's one of my favorite wrestlers from back in the day. So I, I teared up a little that she got to win it again. And, and now they're going on to this storyline, which I think is going to be phenomenal with these two women wrestling. I think so as well. Mickey James. Um, yeah. I mean, awesome. I, I am very, very happy that she won. Although I am a Deanna Perrazzo fan as well, but I digress. Josh Alexander taking on Christian Cage for the Impact World Championship. This was uh, Josh Alexander's option C World Championship match. So what that means is that he was the Impact uh, uh, X Division champion. He gave that belt back to invoke option C for a world championship matchup. And he came out on top of this winning the impact world championship from Christian cage. Everyone excited, everyone happy. The crowd is enthralled with this. Everyone is excited. And then we get one more matchup, a new singles matchup as moose cashed in his call your shot contract this night right away. He just won it. He cashed it in. And unfortunately in seven seconds, we got Moose defeating Josh Alexander. There goes the dream. I was not very happy with that. I would have hoped that they would have kept it on Josh Alexander for a little bit of time. Instead, they've now given it, to moose and i i just don't understand why they just didn't have christian win and then moose defeat christian instead i think it would have been a lot better that way because now this just makes josh alexander look terrible i think he isn't by any means he he's fantastic but this just yeah i just wish they would have done it the other way there's so many ways they could have done this like why why do it to him like 
you built this guy up to be this great wrestler and a, be able to have a storyline with this guy with the title. And literally, you just crushed all of that. Yeah, I definitely was not happy with that at all. But, hey, what can you do? Yeah. Nothing we can do about that. So we already are 27 minutes into this. We are going to go to just a quick commercial break, and we're going to come back with our show or our breaking news, our match of the week, and then our show stopper segment. So please stick with us, and we will be right back. Wrestling, a love and a passion we all share. I've started a wrestling brand, the wrestling brand. A brand founded on the aspects of wrestling. Two entities working together to create a product that connect emotionally for people everywhere. Collar and Elbow is the brand. Passion and love for wrestling is the drive. I am Al Snow, and this is Collar and Elbow, the wrestling brand. The dictionary defines hero as a person who is admired or idealized for courage, outstanding achievements, or noble qualities. Being a hero in life is far more than words printed on a page. It takes an unwavering code, a compass that points true north always. And in times like these, it takes sacrifice. Hero shouldn't be a word defined by a dictionary. It's a word that should be defined by the best of us. Hero has a new definition. Welcome back to Turnbuckle Talk. I am Carl Carafel alongside Bubba Duke. And uh, Bubba, what, what do you want to do first? Do you want to do the breaking news or do you want to do match of the week? Which do you want to do first? You, you want to do match of the week, you said? Yeah, buddy. Okay, go ahead. What is your match of the week? Match of the week before the shenanigans at the end was Captain Charisma and Josh Alexander. Those two gentlemen put on a ripper of a match. It, I honestly, at one point, I didn't know who was going to win. I didn't know who was going to come out on top. They were so close, not only in style, but in determination to keep and or win that title. So right. to those two Canadian gentlemen, thank you for being Canadian. And that was a ripper of a match. I loved it. I, I absolutely loved it as well. It was, was, was very good. Don't it does. Sad. That's what's upsetting. Yeah. Very much so. I agree with that. I definitely agree with that. My match of the week is coming actually from this show as well. My match of the week, Mickey James taking on Deanna Perrazzo for that Impact Women's Champion or Knockouts Championship match. I loved this matchup, man. It was so good. And to see female showcased as well as this. I mean, Deanna Perrazzo, I don't care what anybody says, number one right now in my books she is number one i am super happy with everything that diana perrazzo has done and i hope that this isn't going to be an ending to things but i hope that diana perrazzo is going to get that rematch 
and uh, hopefully maybe a little bit of a feud continue on with Mickey James and a back and forth for that championship. Ed, my friend, hey, so nice to see you. Thank you for stopping by. Maybe, Ed, you can confirm for me. Do you know um, NWA Power Out? That should be coming on at 7 p.m. tonight, as far as I understand. So what I'm understanding as well is that it's going to be on Periscope Ooh. as well. So that's a little bit of uh, of some breaking news right there. But uh, NWA Power Out is going to be on Periscope as well. I saw that in our chat a little bit earlier, and that is fantastic. I'm super excited for that. A new place for people to catch love wrestling. Right now, as that was breaking news, we're going to move on to some more. Breaking news. So this one here, you're not going to do this just yet. I'm just going to go through something super quick here for some breaking news. The first time really in a long time that the WWE has done this, but they have given their schedule for 2022. So we've got January 1st. There's going to be a show. January 29th is going to be the Royal Rumble. April 2nd and April 3rd is going, or sorry, Saturday, January 29th is the Rumble. Saturday, Sunday, the 2nd and 3rd of April is going to be WrestleMania. Sunday, May 8th, it just says pay-per-view at the Dunkin' Donuts Center. Sunday, June 5th, pay-per-view at the Allstate Arena. Saturday, July 2nd is going to be Money in the Bank. Saturday, July 30th is going to be SummerSlam. Saturday, September 3rd or September 4th, a pay-per-view in a to be announced location and then saturday november 26th is going to be survivor series now wwe has said that additional pay-per-view events will be soon released for february and october i'm thinking that those there are probably going to be their two saudi arabia events that they have to do uh with possibly another show happening over in the UK in 2022. So January 1st is called day one. Yes. Yes. That pay-per-view is called day one, which uh, how, how inventful that took a lot to think about. (laughs) Right. My, my four-year-old daughter could have came up with that one. So, I I mean, I'm kind of excited that they've actually given us uh, everything that is going to be available for us already, which is absolutely fantastic. Now, these ones that aren't named, I wonder if they're coming out with new pay-per-views. It's possible. It's very possible. I guess we're just going to have to wait and find out. I mean, it's, it's hard to tell right now, but they've at least given us something and especially for those that uh, i mean for those that are in the united states that can really travel and stuff like that uh unfortunately us in canada sometimes it's a little harder for us to travel right now with all the restrictions and stuff that have been put into place but for 2022 you already know and you can plan it out and you can buy the tickets and uh make sure that you've got things planned out and you can go to every show if you want to because now you've got a schedule that's awesome Now, I know that this is something very exciting that you want to talk about here, Bubba Duke. So please talk about this and let us know your breaking news. My breaking news, Carl. Like I said, it's been a crazy week for this guy. I've been talking to um, a brand that does T-shirts. And this brand has decided to become a partner with 
Turnbuckle Studios. And that brand would be 80stees.com. And as you can see here on this nice picture, we got a ton of products that they have. They have t-shirts from the 80s, 90s, the 2000s, TV shows, classic TV shows, movies, superheroes, even music. And let's not forget our favorite wrestling t-shirts from your favorite wrestlers. So go underneath into 80stees.com and uh, this picture you see at the bottom here will be listed. And you can go in there, click on one, and look at all the awesome products they have for t-shirts. 80stees.com is an absolutely fantastic website. If you have not checked them out, you definitely need to. Prices are very good. And I know some people that have bought some merchandise from them and have said that the merchandise is actually very good quality. And they've been very uh, happy with the products that they have purchased. So uh, thank you, Bubba Duke. This is absolutely awesome. And I am so happy that uh, 80stees.com has uh, decided to partner with us. So please, everyone, go and check out 80stees.com. The more that you guys go, the more that you guys talk about it and, and and you know, go and check out the website, then maybe hopefully down the road, we can then maybe get you guys some sort of a uh, code to be able to do something. But we need to prove that all of us fans here over at Turnbuckle Talk and within the Turnbuckle Studios brand itself are going there. So we need to really show them. So tell your friends, tell everybody that you can, there's a little bit of something there for everybody. And they are not always all like cartoony, like, uh, like the banner or the, uh, the, the, the photo that you saw, not always are they like that, but they got some really great stuff over there. So please go and check them out. Ed here, uh, saying that he is planning on going to survivor series in Boston. That's absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Anytime that somebody can go to a pay-per-view, I suggest do it. No matter if it's from the conglomerate, AEW, Impact, ROH, anywhere, make sure that you go and do that. HCW Sports, thank you so much. I'm starting. Okay. So, 80stees.com. Yep. Collarandelbowbrand.com. Yep. I'm starting to feel like AEW in the beginning days where they were just a t-shirt company. I'll take it. I love (laughs) t-shirts. Maybe, maybe that means that because we're, uh, you know, kind of becoming a t-shirt company, uh, maybe that means that we will blow up as much as AEW has. Wouldn't that be fantastic? I do have one more thing for breaking news here that I want to give to everybody. I've got a very, very good friend of mine. Uh, Danny Duggan with Canadian Wrestling's Elite. And I want to let everybody know that they will be having an IPPV, so an internet pay-per-view, Sunday, October 31st. It is featuring a 50-man rumble to remember. Go to uh, uh, CWE's Facebook page. Go to, uh, you know, go to Google and type in Canadian Wrestling's Elite. You'll be taken then to their website uh, or facebook.com slash CWE Canada. We'll take you there. Internet pay-per-view broadcast price is $13.99 and the ordering information can be found on their Facebook page. So absolutely fantastic. Like Danny, this is, this is amazing. I love these internet pay-per-views that he has been doing. I have uh, been able to support in a couple of them 
And I, I really wish uh, the the best of success for Danny for this. I know that it's been a very rough time with the restrictions that have come into place and that he has not been able to travel uh, across Canada as he normally does. So this is a good way to help support an independent professional wrestling from an amazing company that I have supported for years. Yeah, so. he, he does have a lot of stuff on the, on the YouTube. Yes. Um, so, I mean, he's been putting a lot out over the year that he hasn't been able to travel. So, again, thank you, Danny, for stepping up and keeping that product in our eye and in the back of our mind so that we can do these pay-per-views. Exactly. No, no, it, it it's absolutely fantastic. I love it. We're getting very short on time here, so we're going to skip right to our... And in the spirit of Halloween, oh, the horror, we're going to talk a little bit about some of the scariest superstars within professional wrestling over the years. So I'm sure that you probably have a little bit of an idea. I gave you absolutely no context with this. I know I didn't. And I did that for a reason because I wanted you off the top of your head to start thinking about scary superstars from the years so throw out a couple for me here uh boogeyman the boogeyman yes i had the boogeyman listed as well give me another one uh papa shango papa shango is on my list as well give me another one what do you think I'm trying to remember the dude that used to walk out was that papa shango with the the big mask and the big he was the chubby black guy and that was Kama or Kamala. Sorry, that guy scared the crap out of me when I was a kid, dude. Really? I do. I hide. I hid behind my dad when that guy came out, and I was watching it on TV. And I'm like, Dad, that guy's creepy. <laughs> I did not have Kamala on my list. I did have Kama on my list, though. Kama um, or Papa Shango. I mean, either one of those characters. Just kind of freaked me out a little bit. I also had Nails, a, a very sh uh, shorter run within the WWE, but I had Nails. Somebody very recently on television, Abaddon from AEW. Wow. Dude, she, she scares me. Sometimes in a good way, but she scares <laughs> me, man. That's Wow. Wow, I'm going to throw out a name here that you probably have never heard of in your life. We're talking Mr. Pogo. Do you know who that is? No, actually, it doesn't ring a bell. Mr. Pogo was one of the staples of the early 1990s Japanese death match wrestling. Mr. Pogo, he came out to the ring with an arsenal of weapons, uh, machetes, knives, other sharp objects, all attached to a heavy gauge chain on himself. He had face paint. He had a camouflage attire that just made him look menacing. Um, yeah, public enemy. Hey, no laughing matter there, as HCW Sports says, Public Enemy, LOL. Definitely no laughing matter there, Public Enemy. Yeah, yeah. They looked like those thugs that you would meet on the back streets in the back alley. Wow. Oh, what's his name now? Guy in AEW. 
Um, chaos, whatever the chaos connection or something, whatever it's called. You know who I'm talking about. Him and mm-hmm. I'm drawing a blank now, dude. Serpentico. Oh, Serpentico. Yeah, it's his tag team partner. I can't remember his name. That guy's creepy as hell. <laughs> yeah, he definitely can be. He is yep. crazy. Yep. I'm going to throw another name out there that you probably uh, have not heard of as well. Uh, Mad Maxine. Did you ever hear of Mad Maxine? Mad Maxine? No. Mad Maxine. She actually debuted in 1985. She had uh, um, just this wild look to her that kind of freaked you out. And especially for back in 1985, it was just a wild wild look to her ed coming in saying new jack new jack was on my list as well yeah, i would have went yeah with- again new jack rest in peace i love you buddy yeah new jack and then this one here yeah for some people hcw sports abyss yeah definitely some people were very much so afraid of abyss yeah, yeah. he was different dude like that character, I give that that gentleman props for coming up with that character and making it come to life. Like you, you questioned whether this guy was from an insane asylum or not. You know, like, <laughs> right? He really did. Yeah, hundred percent, he did. Yeah. I'm just gonna run through quickly the rest of the ones that I have here. I'm gonna do some male superstars and then I'll do some female superstars for you. So, um, usually the top of everybody's list, you are looking the Undertaker. Um, most people always found the undertaker to be a very scary character. HCW sports. I will put this one up. Number one, Sabu Sabu. Yeah. The homicidal, genocidal, suicidal, uh, scary, (laughs) scary. Kevin Sullivan, just the everything, uh, around Kevin Sullivan. Ox Baker is another one. If you have not seen anything from Ox Baker, go to YouTube and, and check something out from Ox Baker. Scary looking dude and scary in the ring in a good way. The Fiend tops some people's lists as well. Kane, Mankind, Nails, which we talked about earlier, was actually one of my favorites. I was a big fan of the big boss man. And when Nails came into the picture, I was very much so cool with that. Um, I missed this one, but yes, Dr. Isaac Yankum. Yeah, yeah. If anybody is afraid of the dentist, Dr. Isaac Yankum would have been one of those scary ones for you. Jake the Snake Roberts. Although he did not have a very scary look to him, but carrying around a snake is scary and the way that he would deliver his promos scary but in my top three of all time is jake the snake roberts so yeah do you have any anyone else you want to add to the list of male superstars no you you got jake the snake because i can remember the um ultimate warrior in that pit with Jake the Sneak, that promo, throwing him in that room. That was scary, dude. Right? Definitely it was. We're going to take a look at some female stars here. But first, tweet with us over at twitter.com slash lovewrestling.ca. And I do have confirmation here that Power Out is going to be live on Periscope at 7 p.m. So make sure that you go over to 
twitter.com lovewrestling.ca because periscope and twitter they are in conjunction so make sure you're going and checking that out and joining that show at 7 p.m which is just about we got 10 minutes i'm gonna run through these names here quickly for scary females so um to a smaller degree current character alexa bliss People have kind of had a little bit of, you know, that whole supernatural feel to it. So people have been kind of afraid. I don't know if you remember this character, but her name was Ariel. She was a vampire character, yeah. right? So, yeah, very cool character. I absolutely loved that one. Another one that really scared a lot of people was Bull Nakano. Yeah, Bull Nakano. Yep. Ed. That is the next one on my list, my man, Luna Vachon. I need to now mark that that one has been said. Luna, definitely HCW. Yeah, Luna. Uh, for me as well, I was always afraid of Luna. The yeah. shaved side of the head and, uh, you know, like uh, it, it's freaked me out. It did. The last one that I have on this list that um, people seem to not really think of very much when it comes to scary superstars but i mean she was given the moniker scary sherry for a reason sherry oh. martell yeah there we go hcw sports randy yeah. west queen of the death match yeah. yeah honestly anybody that that goes into those death matches and it, it be like is huge within those death matches. Yeah, that was scary. I, yeah. I wouldn't mess with them either. I what about you? Do you have any other females? Awesome. Kong. That woman came out, dude. She was, yeah, she freaked me out. So now that, that one was kind of out there as well. Cause I was taking a look and seeing what other people had thought as well. Cause it's, it's Halloween season and there's a lot that's going on with, you know, people talking about scary superstars and stuff like that. And, karma when she came into the wwe was a name that was thrown out there a lot uh but yeah awesome kong i don't know i don't know i i was never really afraid of of kia um or kong or yeah kia kia is her name um i i was never really afraid of awesome kong i absolutely loved awesome kong she didn't I, scare me at all i was just happy that there was a big female wrestler that could actually work yeah and make things look super good I, I grew to love her. I really did. But at the like the first little bit of seeing her, dude, she freaked me out. She never said nothing. Right? Come in, whoop your butt, and <laughs> leave again. And you're like, what kind of train wreck was that? Exactly. Everybody here, by the way, on getting into the Hall of Fame. Just a little. Oh, yes. Yes, very much so. She's well-deserved. And uh, yeah, I'm sad to see her go, but I'm happy to see that she's been put into a Hall of Fame. With that being said, we do need to leave ourselves. We've got five minutes left here, so we need to run through some things super quick for everybody. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at TBTalkPod. We want to talk about collar and elbow brand. You saw the commercial there. Check out collarandelbowbrand.com. While you're there, make sure you use our promo code JK podcast, you're going to get yourself 10% off your entire purchase, whether that's brand new or clearance merchandise. 
Check out our friends over at Phoenix at fnxfit.com. While you're there, you can use promo code TBTALKPOD for 15% off any health supplements that you need or some amazing workout gear. We want to thank our friends over at the HTM Podcast Network for continuing to showcase our show on their platform and IndiePW.com, the amazing work that they do over there, and they continue to put our episodes out as well. We can't forget about LoveWrestling.ca, allowing us to take Turnbuckle Talk over to their platform as well. Super happy with them. Spencer Love over at LoveWrestling.ca has done wonders with this since January when this entire thing started, and I couldn't be more proud to be part of this amazing family. StreamYard, thank you so much for giving us the availability to do these video podcasts for everyone. We absolutely love doing them. Anytime that I can get my face out there, yeah, sure, why not? Why not? And if any of you have a tune-in radio on your mobile device, please make sure that you go and check out Turnbuckle Talk on TuneIn as we just got on there. I think there is from episode um, 212 up until last week's episode is all available there for you. So please go and check them out as well. We are going to leave everybody now. Thank you again so much for coming by and checking out Turnbuckle Talk here on Love Wrestling. See you next time.